0: Greetings and welcome aboard the DieCast Enterprise. This is Bags. I'm Voleop. Jay. And uh, today's episode, uh, episode 10 of season 2, is The Dolphin, uh, which I believe is French for Dolphin. Yeah, the term is actually something to do with like aristocracy it or yeah. or what have you. So so there you go. Um yeah, this is a this is a Wesley episode. So we can just probably just cut this <laughs> right here. Admirals across cut. the board. Oh, yeah. yeah, done. Yeah. Done. Good work, Mr. Wheaton. Well done. So, thank you for joining us here aboard the diecast enterprise. Okay.
1: As far as Wesley episodes go, it's one of the better ones. Yeah. It's it's really not bad. It's It's better than I remembered it, honestly. He's not really as
0: insufferable in this episode as he usually is, because this episode doesn't focus on how smart Wesley is, which is good. It it
1: focuses on weaknesses of Wesley, which is, you know, a a good source.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the... The thing about Wesley's, you know, uber-brain is that it kind of makes him hard to relate to. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's, here's this, you know, super-genius kid who's smarter than a good chunk of the adult population of the uh, of it, the crew.
1: It makes him kind of a Mary Sue a lot of yeah, the time. Yeah,
0: it really does. And he was, you know. He like, was, really, yeah. yeah.
1: And this episode avoids that, which is good. What <clears throat> do well, you think, Foley? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's fucking Wesley! He's like... <laughs> Oh, great. Wesley's first teenage romance. Awesome. It's going to be great. Oh, gosh, you guys. She's super pretty. Yeah. How do I talk to her? That's that's what's going on. Oh, jeez! And then it he goes so around and asks. So many pimples now. Yeah, and yeah, he asks everybody everyone. in the crew for love advice, which and is—they're and really the wrong people to ask, oh, almost yeah. across the board. It's, they give great advice. It's pretty great. Worse, <laughs> like yeah, just just, just just scream at her. Just scream at her. <laughs> then <laughs> like <laughs> dodger punches. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, All right.
0: So the the basic premise of this episode is that the Enterprise is taking these uh, two people. Over to uh, over to a planet. Uh, one of them is going to become the ruler of this planet, and uh, the other is like her protector, bodyguard, governess, teacher, whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, they come aboard, and immediately she bumps like the, one of them, the uh, the future leader of the planet, is this attractive young woman, and she immediately bumps into Wesley, and the sparks fly. I mean, like, oh yeah, wow, the uh, the the chemistry is palpable. I, was, I don't know. She's, uh, like, they uh, they're both kind of really bland. So like I don't get a lot of uh whatever they're digging on each other. That that's not much is yeah. clear. It becomes clear later in the episode I find, but like just initially they they're just so blank slaty that I'm just like nah, oh, No, I no. mean it's
1: the Sicilian Thunderbolt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so they they have some flirting over a magnet. It's like watch out, that could rip the iron right out of your blood cells. Wow. <laughs> 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 How ghoulish. And, and, and Wesley uh, immediately goes to Riker, who was that? And Riker's like, oh, what, that old chick? I think she was a governess. <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love yeah, Riker yeah. in this Riker episode. Riker immediately. I
1: mean, I love Riker in every episode. Yeah. but
0: Riker immediately jumps you know. on the chance to just, you know, fuck with Wesley. That was great. That
1: <laughs> pretty great. I kind of misunderstood what he was doing when I when I heard it first. And I was like, oh, it's just like, oh, Riker was, wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Before he's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is like Whatever. the tenth person we picked up this week. Who knows?
0: <laughs> yeah, it does kind of come off that way. Like at first, it's like Riker. You're, you're he's he's saying oh, I don't know some garnish and things. It's like Riker, you you absolutely know what this is. Like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're fucking with him. <laughs> Perfect. That's pretty good. Carry
1: on. Well done, sir. Please. It's what he's best at. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Um, Other than love, Megan. (laughs) Yeah. So, there really isn't a whole lot of plot for us to delve into here, because, like, I've already given you the entire plot of the episode. Yeah, more or less. It's travel from A to B. All that's really happening during the episode is, is Wesley trying to figure out his wacky hormones. Uh... Yeah, and
1: the, 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 the princess, or whatever yeah. she is, you know, she her dilemma. She is this dilemma where she's been raised since birth to be the ruler of this planet, and she doesn't really want to do it. She'd rather you know go to the holodeck with Wesley, mm-hmm. and who could blame her? I'd rather go to the holodeck than do just about anything. Yeah, yeah, that's, like that's ever. True. Yeah, yeah, that's red. Bar- it's I probably
0: like a really good thing that we don't have that kind of technology because
1: we're not ready for it. No, no, no. Like, we're we're not ready. I think it would. It yet. would pretty
0: much, you know. It, like usher in the extinction of the human species this is to... like
1: better than life on yeah, red dwarf.
0: exactly that's exactly <laughs> what it is people <laughs> just log in they die in there or they just live out their entire lives in these things and oh no uh, I think they put fail-safes in the real holodeck <laughs> to prevent exactly that. Like, that's why the rule... Room- like, like in a Nintendo game, you've been playing for a while. Maybe you should go Maybe outside. you should take a break. <laughs> maybe oh, the you should Weeda. take a break.
1: <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time yeah. I was, like, playing yeah. Earthbound, like a really long session of Earthbound, and, like, <laughs> your dad just randomly phones you while you're out in the world and's like, yeah. hey, you've been playing Earthbound yeah. for quite a long time. Don't you think maybe you'd like to save your game and go do something yeah. else for a little while and, like, Commander Barkley. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Barkley, you've been running around naked in the holodeck for over 12 hours. Maybe you should take a break. Don't you have a job to do on this starship? Yes. <laughs> Probably not. <Never. laughs> oh, man. But
0: truly, there isn't a whole lot going on in this episode. Like, this. I, 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 I predict this being a relatively short episode for us to yeah, review kinda. because there's really not a lot for us to dig into. But there's still some great stuff. Like, uh,. Jordy and Wesley. Oh, my
1: God. Uh, Wesley is... Uh, it's the blind leading the blind.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. Oh and
1: figuratively. God. Both ways. Oh, yeah. Multiple <laughs> entendre. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, Wesley is, you know, calibrating something on, you know, mm. some kind of port. I, I, don't, I don't really know what the hell Doesn't he's doing. Doesn't matter. And Jordy just, like, looks over at him, and, and he... He innately knows. He he senses it. He's so completely aware of like, oh, he's horny as shit. I, I, I've seen this. I, I know this. So I well. see this in that the this mirror a, every day. Oh I know
0: what those hormones look like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so he ma- immediately he's like, hey Wes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Also, his Exit. visor allows yeah. him to see this. exactly. Chemical Presumably, level. his visor has alerted him to the situation. Like he's just like, oh,
1: shit. <laughs> that was horrible. Well, I
0: better give him the benefit of the doubt. So, what's up, Wes?
1: It's this girl.
0: Yeah, kind of figured. (laughs) Kind of figured. Usually happens around this age, glands erupting
1: with hormones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I switched to the heat map, and your your testes are lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> Good God! Yeah, that must be awkward for Jordy too. When we talk about how, yeah. how what a failure his dating life is, like he he'd be able to see like this sort of thing in other people. You think it would make him easier? Like make him easier to find yeah. like you know a yeah, lady who's Jordy like should be able to
0: tell who is yeah. the most receptive to his advances. You think so?
1: He he can tell when a lady's ready. Just you know. None of them are ready for him. Yeah, exactly. Oh. You know. <laughs> Last. Oh, that'd be brutal. Like, you see, like as he as he approaches <laughs> and he walks towards, him, you see like Watch this, them cool. the heat map cools. <laughs> oh. Poor man. And, yeah. and that would kind of like really that, ruin it for you. Like, that, that, would, that would make it hard to keep going. I back. guess
0: that would also, you know, like when you do find someone, like, they definitely can't fake it. Like, yeah. they, oh. like they cannot fake their interest in something. And Now you know, I understand why. Oh.
1: Now I think I understand a little more why he, he like, he jumped yeah. on those cloned eyes the, the, as quickly as possible. The Book of La
0: Forge yeah. is starting to come into focus it here. It is. Mm. All right. All right. That's amazing. Yeah. We've made some, we've made a real breakthrough here, guys. <laughs> <I think> so.
1: <laughs>
0: Anyways basically he's just like shit you are no good to us here kid i am putting you on lovesick leave right now just,
1: just get, get the fuck out of here get out of here i'll
0: do it myself yeah so you so west is like well what do i do uh, i don't know just talk to her well what do i say just say hi and then what get the fuck out of here <laughs> do i, I look got... like
1: the right person to ask yeah listen i am geordie forever alone the La forge <laughs> <laughs> Ask anyone else on the crew. Literally, Literally anyone. anyone.
0: Go see Mott the barber. <laughs> he has got your back on this. I do. There is so a player. Course. No, she, he goes to the next worst <laughs> choice. He goes immediately to Worf. Yeah, yeah. We we cut to the the bridge, and immediately Worf is giving what looks like a war cry, just like <laughs> on the bridge, and nobody is phased by this. People we, just walk past as if Worf hasn't just screamed in the middle of the bridge. We would have to assume that he does it quite a bit <laughs> to
1: any comely lady who comes on the bridge. That's the first yeah. thing he tries. That's the
0: thing, though. Is he explains that it's not the men who roar; it's the women. The oh. women roar, and her things at you and the men recite poetry and duck Uh, which sounds great. I love the notion that Klingon mating rituals are essentially, you know, women screaming at men and hucking things at them while men read them poetry and dodge. Sounds yeah, about
1: right. I, I do wonder how that worked out for Riker when he was on the Klingon ship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Luckily for Riker, he wasn't there very long. He got taken off the ship before that lady got to come back for him.
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At any rate, Worf isn't really helpful. But then Data jumps in to let Wesley know. It's like, listen, it's going to be fine. You are both more than likely biologically compatible, mm-hmm. and that's all that really matters, right? Like, I mean, it's just the biology thing.
1: That's a man who would know. Yeah, because Data. A really, machine who would know.
0: Yeah. Data's really got a grip on like this this whole uh, intricate mating.
1: I mean we're still climbing up the ladder from yeah. Geordie to yeah. Wharf to, <laughs> to Data in data. terms of <laughs>
0: dating advice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like so we go from Geordie to Wharf. Who we don't know if he has a lot of passion. He's just yeah. We don't know if he's ever actually gotten down yet or not. I never saw. No wait. Has the episode already happened with his uh, ex? I think it's this season, but hasn't happened yet. I think it's yet to come. Yeah, they did it once. And she was the only person he'd ever done it with. And he considered that their kind of de facto wedding, which...
1: Who are we talking about here? Worf's... Oh, Worf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I thought you were talking about Data. No, no. See,
0: because we're moving up the ladder. So we get to Worf, who's done it once, maybe, or maybe just kind of got into, like, Klingon heavy petting, for all we know. But now we've moved on to Data, who we know has actual experience having sex at least once. And
1: now from you here... Know, I'm gonna say probably more than once. That's that's a really interesting point you know, I never thought about. Yeah. Worf was raised amongst humans. Mm-hmm. He's never, like, probably until, like, he got into Starfleet, at least he's probably never even met another Klingon lady. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. he doesn't really have a good, really good grasp on what exactly Klingon <laughs> maybe yeah. is. Yeah,
0: and also she he's was half-human half and very kind of rebellious of Klingon uh, culture, yeah, right? right. Yeah.
1: You know, she hit him in the face with a chair. Like, Worf, that's not like... Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> mean she's
0: pregnant, man. No, see, see, Worf thought they were bonded, and she's like, that is bullshit. I yeah. have a career. Yeah. You know, uh, so he's moving up the ladder of people with practical experience, and then from uh, Data... Uh, well, so-
1: w- one thing that I find really amusing here is after it shows Worf... And before he moves on to the next person, we get a shot of Picard just looking pissed off, but he's not going to go to Picard and ask, because he knows <laughs> yeah, that's no. a dead end. He knows Picard yeah. is just not nope. going to deal with his nope, shit. Nope, this nope. feels like This feels like the scene, you know, like a scene from some, like, shitty, like, comedy. I don't know, like, if three men and a baby. I don't know if there was, like, a <laughs> sequel, a third sequel, where, like, the kid was old enough that they would have been starting to date. But so it's basically like, the basically kid... two and a half men. So th- uh, yeah, I guess. The yeah. has to go to all three parents. <laughs> all three, and all three dads. Them them, like, <laughs> and they're all terrible. Conflicting advice. Yeah. Know
0: this, know this. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Two and a half, man. I, so finally, yeah. you know, he, he's gotten to Data, who actually has practical experience, but still no good advice. So it's off to talk to... Riker! The person he should have gone to first.
1: The, the obvious choice.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's talking to Riker in 10 He's like, gotta help me. And Riker's like, all right, kid, here comes your practical crash course. Guinan, come with me. And they sit down... And have probably one of the greatest Guinan scenes in the history of Star Trek, where basically Riker and Guinan just start flirting their asses off with each other. Like it's just.
1: And it's much too advanced for Wesley yes, now. Yeah, it's too old pros. Yeah. It's way too big of a jump from Data to yeah. Riker. And like, no, Yeah, he's no. like,
0: no, 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 no. You need
1: someone in between there. Yeah, we
0: gotta back that off a bit, because <laughs> maybe O'Brien can help you.
1: O'Brien seems Sheep like O'Brien, a good choice. You know, he's a very down-to-earth <laughs> yeah, he's, fella.
0: he's a good Irish lad. Yeah. He probably understands stuff, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, but, yeah. Uh, yeah he's a great he, scene. He's basically jumped from kindergarten to like the advanced class. <laughs> And University. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful
1: scene, and it's the, great. The, the the back and forth is hilarious. And then, like particularly when uh, Wes has just completely lost his place and is like, "Um, oh, hang on." No. She's like, "Shut God, up, kid! Shut up, kid! <laughs> tell me more about my eyes." It's great. It's like I
0: don't I don't really think this is my style. Shut up. Yeah. We are This isn't the- about <laughs> you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can go now. <laughs> So
1: It's a pretty great scene. They're, they're both excellent.
0: Wesley's okay, gonna go talk to the girl. But he has failed to factor in one thing. This girl is under guard. <laughs> Oh yes, like, and I can imagine that must trip you up something when you arrive at your beloved's door and there is an armed guard outside of it who you have to get past first. Like, he doesn't just get to go to her door and like knock, knock, and like, oh hey, um, I'm I'm Wesley. Uh, Would you like to talk sometime?
1: No, no. He gets there, Ensign Crusher. What can I do for you? Yeah, I love once again the factor of the. The lycra, the lycra jumpsuits is funny because the guards being the, the doors being guarded by like ensign Chippendales basically, yeah. <laughs> the, the massive. Yeah, because it's like oh gosh, Hilarious. I hope the door opens right
0: now and she looks at you and then me and has to decide <laughs> yeah. which is the version of masculinity she would like to invite in. Totally.
1: And of course, fortunately, at this point in time, her guardian protector beast is off on a tour of yeah. the ship. Yeah, yep. Worf is giving her a <laughs> so tour. Beating Jordy like crazy. Yeah, oh yeah, that, <laughs> that was, was awesome. That was great.
0: She's like, I'll be back to check on your work. She's she's super critical, like she's ultra anal. Any even the minutest of problems is a statistical prob- possibility that her charge could be in danger, and so she can't uh, she can't deal with that. It's yeah. it's kind of weird.
1: And so during this time, uh, while Wesley finally meets, I don't even know her name, Celia. Her name? Celia, 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 uh, and, and is teaching her how to use,
0: which is all bullshit. She totally knew how to well, use. Yeah, that. Come on. Oh, she, the replicator? The, yeah, she's the, 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 the door opens and she's like, could could you teach me how to use the
1: food maker thing? Well, she must have heard him coming, because like yeah. he didn't, he didn't oh, knock on the door or anything. Yeah,
0: that must be it. And, she's yeah. into it. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty great. I especially like that the guard does not prevent Wesley Crusher from going in. Like The guard is oh, there, no. and his only job is to prevent anyone from going into this room. Whatever,
1: it's, the guard's on his side. Yeah, unless the guard... He yeah, knows yeah, I mean, Wesley. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's exactly it. It's just like, it was just Wesley Crusher. I may as well have let no one into the room. Oh. <laughs> this is better than letting no one into the room. It's Wesley Crusher. He's like an anti-person.
1: Dang. Ouch. <laughs> so... Meanwhile, uh, v- Anya is. is it- yeah, it's Anya. Anya, yeah, Anya yeah. has uh, gone to sick bay Anya? And, and run into the other biggest bitch in the ship. Hello, <laughs> oh, Pulaski. 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 <laughs> Pulaski. And Pulaski is treating someone who has I don't know a case of the flu or yeah, something. Essentially. He's, he's yeah, essentially, he's got the
0: flu. She's like, that's contagious. So that could like, be contagious. It's like, yeah, but, you There's know, like, the Enterprise air filters, the probability is practically zero. Like, no, I
1: demand you kill the patient right now. she's like, what? Uh, excuse me?
0: <laughs> it's like... A little overreaction. But, the, like, the, the first, like, the first thing I expected, like, Pulaski be like, mom? Oh. <laughs> uh, like,
1: is that you? <laughs> no, she's, you know, she's protective of her charge. Yeah, it, it, like, it, I don't It makes so. sense in an insane kind of way. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Know, yeah you know? it's, There's it's a non-zero... It, zero there's a non-zero threat here to her charge. Yeah,
0: there's a there's like a point zero 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 one percent chance that her charge might become infected. Sure, yeah. It's therefore and
1: so she turns into a giant beast and fights Worf, which is which is great. Yeah. At this
0: point, we discover that they are Elasomorphs or shapeshifters. Yeah. You know the the big twist of the episode. Although we had kind of an inkling of it earlier when. Uh, oh, Celia yeah. was in her room, and all of a sudden, she was
1: Madchen Amick from Twin Peaks. Yeah, who was, so origi- was, who was the
0: ori- originally up for the role of Celia, Apparently, I'm
1: surprised it didn't choose her yeah. because I, I don't know Celia from anything else. But yeah. Madchen Amick, I mean, like, yeah, I love Twin Peaks. She's Shelley from Twin it's, Peaks. Uh, it's
0: interesting. It's like her her uh, her guardian has you know occasionally morphs into her hotter friend, <laughs> you know, who wears more revealing
1: clothes. But
0: still, that weird knitted shit. Yeah, it's yeah. bizarre. And, yeah, but kn- then, knitting, you know, knitting fans. This is the episode for you. Oh by yeah. The way. And then you know she'll morph into like just a, a horrible mutated Ewok.
1: Oh god, it's disgusting. It's grotesque. Yeah. It's it's kind of like um, the the rabbit beast that is uh, uh, Wilford Brimley's wife. Yeah. In yeah. The second... Teak. Yeah, it's teak ish Yeah. yeah.
0: It, it, it's gross. <laughs> she turns into a monster to try to kill the patient. Worf having none of it. There's a tussle. Picard shows up to to you know lay down the authorita, uh, and uh, meanwhile, Wesley has taken Celia to the out, holodeck. yeah, out to the holodeck. Oh shit! You know to show her all these amazing things, and,
1: which is not unlike just taking her to a sex dungeon or yeah, something. Essentially, sex.
0: you know, he, he uh, although he does way better at picking romantic scenery than fucking Jordy does. <laughs> Remember, no, does it's George. basically
1: like that? That the, the scene is basically the a whole new world scene from yeah, Aladdin. Like, it totally there, like, is. is. Yeah, they mm-hmm. just go to a couple different planets. He's like, oh, I check out all this cool Mm -hmm. stuff. Someday you'll get to go there. And then we get to see, like, in
0: later seasons, we'll see Jordy's attempt at this. And Jordy just picks a fucking beach (laughs) with some dumbass guy playing guitar in the background. It's probably Jeff Johnson. like, like, for for God's sake, LaForge, you... You've got the the fucking holodeck here. It can create anything. You could create something that doesn't exist. And you took your girl to the beach. Come on. He's never seen the beach. (laughs) He's never seen anything. He is
1: blind. Right.
0: Anyways... For so Jordy,
1: Then we get possibly the best part of the episode, where Worf escorts Anya back to the room, and they oh. start flirting like crazy. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's it, so like, great. I am more
0: powerful Awful than you. Yeah, she's <laughs> basically
1: like, She's basically like, Whip it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Let's see who's is bigger. Yeah.
0: He's like, I'm into that. Yeah, I, I'm really into that. <laughs> we'll, we'll
1: have to talk about this later.
0: <laughs> My honor demands to know. <laughs> Uh, it's a really great scene. It's, like, it's very funny.
1: It, it doesn't. It, it takes like a little bit of the scenes to start reading as as flirting. Yeah, but then it clearly no, it's is. very clearly. Yeah. And then it's it, it's just the two of them back and forth yeah. for like a good couple minutes. They did. Yeah, they were they were Beautiful. awesome in that scene. <laughs> it, was oh, great. it was
0: so good. And then she gets in. She gets goes back to the room and discovers Anya's gone. Messages mm-hmm. Picard. Where's Anya? She's not here. Cut to ten forward. <laughs> Wesley has taken her, er, or Wesley has taken Celia to the bar. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What?
0: (laughs) You know, like, I just imagine, you know, like, if we'd stayed in Picard's ready room, it would just be, well, just one moment. Uh, Computer, locate uh, Celia. Celia is in ten more, ten forward. Oh, don't worry, governess. She's at the bar.
1: <laughs> she's at the bar with Wesley. There's no danger.
0: <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> there is definitely not enough alcohol on this ship.
1: Yeah. Although, honestly, as things proceed, she's clearly more into him than she is than uh, he is into her. Really? I, uh, I think so. She, because She's like, definitely the, the more forward of the two. Yeah,
0: and she's definitely wow. also much more desperate for uh, any escape hatch
1: here. As well as clearly more mature.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Wesley is just too dumbfounded most of the time. A girl is talking to Wesley. He is so far out of his depth that he doesn't know what to do. All he can do is just say things and be breathy.
1: And she's clearly fairly aware of her power. That, that yeah. she is much more powerful than him, and well, yeah, in in she's numerous in, in numerous ways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Both in terms of her social stature and literally, yeah. she is more powerful physically. Yeah.
0: And clearly, she sees that, like, she's like, "Wow, this this kid is just all hormones. <laughs> I could tell this kid to do
1: anything." I think you're reading a little more into it than that's going but she's on. Into the that. the, the <laughs> subtext of the scene is that, like, part of it for her is that she's <laughs> she's very lonely. Yeah, she's lonely. She's person, had a she's yeah, had a absolutely. very difficult, like, a very isolated uh, upbringing, and mm-hmm. then. She's facing a life of, you know, nonstop service and probably more isolation and is looking for an escape. I'm not trying to suggest
0: that she was trying to manipulate Wesleyan. No, no. I'm suggesting that she is aware that she has
1: that kind of power over him. Yeah. Like she, she's aware that... Uh, maybe. He's no—he's sure. he, okay. completely non-threatening. Yeah. Because she has all the power in the relationship. She's aware of
0: it. He tries to suggest that maybe she could stay on the end. Maybe she could move in with him. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> but But uh, she runs away upset because this is a life she can't have and then Guinan gives our boy Wesley the advice, like, listen, when a girl runs away, that doesn't necessarily mean she doesn't want you to follow. Oh, okay, thanks, Guinan. Runs after her. Guinan really should have given him the additional advice of, but when you run after her, don't yell at her. <laughs> because that's immediately what he does as soon as he's in the hallway. Right? What happened? What's going on?
1: Like, stop yelling at me. <laughs> and and then, you know, they, they get back to the room and he gets in a fight with the Protector Beast. No, not yet. Oh, right, oh, no, okay. they, no. Picard like, tells him not yeah, to go the, to The again. Protector right. uh,
0: and Picard and them find them together in the hallway, right. separate them, and then it's later, like, Picard's like, listen, I don't want to get involved in your personal life here, <laughs> and I realize this is the one and only chance you will ever have to get down with anyone that isn't holographic. But I'm asking you not to see Celia anymore. For the, uh, for the safety of the ship. And Wesley's like,
1: okay, I can do that again. We'll then he proceeds to not do that.
0: Well, yes and no. Like he, he goes to his room and stays there. Celia comes to him. Yeah. And he's like, and he does, like, initially say, you shouldn't be here. Do you want me to leave? I didn't say that. Not really. I didn't say that. If you leave, I'm not going <laughs> to.
1: It's a
0: loophole. Yeah, yeah. It's a little. It, it's yeah. I think it's enough for Wesley yeah and fair enough then she puts the moves on him which is weird to see happen like she starts like climbing her fingers up Wesley's arm and onto his shoulder and then she she goes in for the kiss
1: and and we get Will Wheaton's first on screen oh, kiss yeah. way to go Will yeah
0: and was 10 years older than Will Wheaton mm-hmm. which is astonishing like she does she not look no. like no. she is 10 years older no, than Will Wheaton she's a very youthful face mm-hmm. So, good on them. They found an actress who definitely looks like she's the same age as Will Wheaton, Mm -hmm. and yet isn't. Anyways, the smooch happens, and then all of a sudden, there's (laughs) Anya in beast mode. Uh... And good on Wesley, he jumps immediately between her and Celia. Hey, good good work there, Wes. You're uh you're that that's impressive. You thought that's true. You know? Yeah. That's that's how you want to be seen by your romantic prospect. Monster shows up, I will stand in front of you for that. But
1: of course then Celia also turns into a giant beast. Mm-hmm.
0: At which point Wesley like unloads in his pants. <laughs> like
1: He's clearly traumatized. Yeah. I mean yeah. that, that would be a really Well I mean the whole threat. the whole
0: situation must yeah. be traumatizing. The first time he ever kisses a girl, she turns into a monster and then has a monster fight with another monster who showed up when he kissed her to kill him.
1: Well, she didn't show up to kill him as she well, explains he later that. Yeah, and, and she explains later uh, I wouldn't have harmed him, I just wanted like, to scare him but, let, but she did a very good job let, let, oh, let's, uh. let's be real
0: here that was lip service. She yeah. totally would have killed Wesley because fuck that kid Come on, she was going to kill that patient for having the <laughs> yeah. flu. Wesley was a goner Oh, yeah. No chance.
1: It, it was who all kno- just further flirting. Who knows
0: if Wesley later. brushed his teeth before that kiss? <laughs> she could get and who knows what? Mm-hmm. No, Wesley's got to go. <laughs> but so they have their little monster yeah. face-off, and yeah, they do the monster mash, and it doesn't last long.
1: No, just like okay, you know, fine. And then fine. they get sealed
0: we're- in their quarters with a uh, with a force field this time until the Enterprise arrives. Well, mercifully at that point, Jory f- finally finishes repairing the engines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the engines have... They weren't broken, but he was doing routine maintenance that had to be done. They were overdue for their routine maintenance. So, they get to the planet, and Celia discovers that Anya's not going with her. Her job's done. Now she gets to go have the life that Celia uh, can't have. Yeah, she, uh, she's going to yeah. go
1: retire to a moon. Yeah,
0: yeah. Good times. Uh, that's where she was from before she started taking <laughs> out Looking after sleep. Although first you might look into that Wharf character a little more. Yeah, Wharf's like, I'm going to escort you to Transporter Room Three. It's like, All right, uh, did you bring the yardstick? Did you bring the thing longer? (laughs) You know it.
1: And they they flirt a bit more and it's like, All right, come with me. exactly
0: And off they go. And Celia stops in to say her goodbye to Wesley, but Wesley is being kind of a whiny little bitch at this yeah, point. Yeah,
1: he's he kind of sucks in this scene. It's but, understandable, but yeah. it feels true to the the young teenage experience. Yeah. Also, he's just had a lot thrown at him. I mean, yeah, indeed. She is an alien.
0: Yeah, he is. He's like no, a- he has. Definitely not got uh, the uh, maturity to deal with what has been happening to him, mm-hmm. but he bounces back quickly.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he... Although, like retrospectively, from a current day perspective, it feels very transphobic. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's, the it's thing. very it's... much how his his uh, speech comes off as.
0: Yeah, you know, like oh, you were pretending to be human. Was it fun?
1: <laughs> it's really bitchy, but yeah, it is but, you understandable know, I mean, from it, his perspective. Yeah, it was
0: it was writing in the eighties.
1: Although this show was really progressive. It, and, it was really you know, we, progressive, we do have but stuff e- in that specific. Yeah, a specific area coming. Even
0: as progressive sure. as it was, gender fluidity and stuff like that wasn't really at the forefront oh, of not for a like popular consciousness. Years, really. So yeah. So you, you can kind of give it a pass through historical context. There, Wesley does come to his senses and brings her a taste to remember him by.
1: Gross. It's <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: it's we, the moose that he made he, for her that she we, we, has we been. We forgot like,
1: to mention earlier that oh, yeah. the he replicated the moose in a crystal goose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man. At
0: long last, a crystal goose vessel. For foodstuffs has appeared from the <laughs> food replicator. It's about time, and I, I, I honestly love that you you called that. <laughs> I didn't remember that yeah. at all. Yeah, well, none of us did. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm so proud of you yes. for e- like just imagining that. Having it come to fruition in the series, yeah, Wesley we,
1: willed it into existence. Yeah, exactly. Like,
0: Wesley used it. Wesley used it to impress the ladies. Yeah. I, I like to hundred percent successfully. That until we watched the episode tonight, it was it was just a bowl. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but now tonight, having watched the episode and it's it's, trans, it's transmogrified <laughs> across the planet and from ever ever on, it will be uh, it will be a crystal goose. Shit, Yeah, shit.
1: Yeah. What? We'll but color. yeah,
0: she she takes like she tries it with her finger. Oh, this is delicious, and then. She she never has any more of it she just (laughs) leaves it on the counter it's like now let's leave so he brings it to her yeah two days later two days later it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's still good
1: It's synthamoose. Yeah, it <laughs> no, do Never, never melts. Yeah.
0: Uh, it also—it's just kind of a gross thing to say to someone. Like, you like here, a taste to remember me by.
1: <laughs> it is creepy. Yeah, you know, because
0: the question instantly becomes, "What did you do to this?" You. <laughs> <laughs> um, although earlier in the episode, when they have when she has this, she's like, "Oh, it's a delightful sensation." And all I could think of was that Bob's Burgers episode with that uh, one food critic: exquisite mouth
1: feel. <laughs> I was yeah, more, <laughs> I was more thinking since we know that she, in actuality she's some sort of weird energy being when she says exquisite that in sensation maybe like this is the first food she's ever had could be could very well be could yeah. be
0: um, when we do finally see her true form which she doesn't want to show Wesley because she wants him to remember her as yeah a moderately hot human mm-hmm. he's like no no it's fine I I can I can remember two things at once that's fine so she turns into what is essentially looks like a glowing dildo like, she turns
1: into a being of light
0: yeah yeah but my initial thought is like Wesley's looking at her and he's you know, all, all he's thinking in his mind is like shit I have seen something exactly like this in my mom's bedside drawer they did the Gross.
1: they did the classic kind of the stereotype scene where they they cut to her transformation is reflected off screen, off, off screen and all you see is his reaction to it as his face yeah. lights up with yeah. light and and surprise and of course like yeah Jared had the best joke is like she turned into Pulaski <laughs> oh <laughs> sick that would have been, Whole <laughs> oh, planet of Pulaski's amazing Pulaski Pulaski planet,
0: uh, which would make which would make sense because Anya just totally feels like Pulaski's matron. She really, she does. really does, you know. Yeah. Which is why I was thinking was like the Pulaski's first reaction should have been, oh, mm-hmm. "Kill the patient." That sounds like what something my mom would say. So she beams down, Wesley goes to ten forward to, you know, be sad. We'll be and uh, <laughs> we, we get ourselves some wisdom from Gaynan. He's like, I'm never gonna love anyone like that again. He's She's like, like yeah, yeah, you're, yep, you're right. right. That was your one chance. That was your one shot and you blew it. Yeah. That's not what she says. She basically says something to the effect of Nope, it'll never be the same. Every time is gonna be different. Yeah. Uh,
1: which okay. is good advice. Good yeah. advice.
0: Good message. Good message. Like, I really
1: like, like like I, I know I think we've mentioned before, but Whoopi Goldberg is fantastic. Is good. Yeah, she's a great. Yeah, character. like
0: I remember when she came on board the series. Like even as a child, I was like, "Oh, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can take Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg seriously." But then she just like fit.
1: Yeah, she's really good. You know,
0: like, never once in her appearances on the show was I ever like, oh, that's Whoopi Goldberg doing Whoopi Goldberg shit. No, she was always Guinan. And nothing about her ever betrayed Mm -hmm. that she was also a popular 80s comic figure. Mm -hmm. Weird. But, cool. So, uh, how how do we want to rate this episode? I know coming into it we were kind of dreading it, but I think think we've all kind of come out of it feeling better about it than we expected to.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, I'd be willing to give this a lieutenant commander. Careful there. Don't put this thing on such a high pedestal that you'll never be able to reach it. Well, then I'll learn how to fly.
1: (laughs) Tell me again about my eyes? (laughs) Uh,
0: I want to live in the world where your eyes are the stars and the universe worships the night. Nice. You like that? Yeah.
1: Shut up, kid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And now we're going to kiss.
1: I'm going to give it a lieutenants. The lieutenant? I think lieutenant as well. Uh, a lot of just Wesley stuff is so awkward to sit through. I know. But it's so worth it for mm-hmm. all of the Worf stuff. Oh which yeah. Which is so fucking good. Worf fucking killed this episode. <laughs> oh, so yeah, Worf is incredible yeah, in this he is episode. on point. Riker's very good, although there's not much of him. Yeah. Uh, Guinan is great as well. Yeah. But the main stuff, I'm not super into. It's just it worked better than I remembered it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I'd also go lieutenant. Cool, cool. So we yeah.
0: got uh, two Two lieutenants and one lieutenant commander. Yeah. Right on. Next time on Diecast Enterprise is a different episode. Episode 11 of the series
1: is. <laughs> Man, I ate four double cheeseburgers tonight. <laughs> you did. <laughs> that was stupid. In like 10 minutes. They were only small. You needed to consume them fast before they congealed. Yeah. It was like... Yeah, before my body told me no. It was impressive and gross. Yeah. It's kind of how I describe uh, Pulaski's acting career. <laughs> impressive
0: but gross. Alright, the next episode is Contagion.
1: The Enterprise and a
0: Romulan warbird are attacked by the same computer virus. Oh, that one. That has already destroyed one Federation starship of the same class as the Enterprise. Please join us for that. Thank you for joining us here aboard the Diecast Enterprise. This is Pags. I'm Bullet. Jay. We will see you next time.